welcome to the Diamonds Girlcast, a place for honest conversations that empower and support you in your faith. Okay, welcome back. How are you doing today, Laura? I'm doing good. Yeah, good. Thank you. How's your day been? Yes, good. All good. We're recording this still in lockdown, so there's some extra noises potentially today as little children run around, but that's all good. Um, this week we're thinking a little bit about I am what I wear, thinking about the fashion industry, what we put ourselves in, how we clothe ourselves, where it comes from. Super excited that actually for this episode, Laura, we've got you joining us because you've got some really great stuff on this that we're really excited to hear about. But before we dive into that, we wanted to do a quick recap, um, thinking back to last week's episode. So last week we were thinking about body image and the whole issue of shaming ourselves. How have you got on this week with the replacing the shaming with um, God, God's view of yourself? Yeah, I think I've been working on the idea that that never have I ever last week got me thinking about how often do I shame myself for not um, being a certain size and actually just being so joyful about the size that I am and being happy that God has created me. And so this week I have just been enjoying my clothes no matter what size they are and just knowing that it's God's body that he's given me. So I've been thinking about that and thinking about it much more positively. What about you? How have you been tackling last week's challenge? Yeah, so last week we were talking about how we look after ourselves, particularly our bodies. We were talking about exercise. So I've said this before, but exercise is really important to me. I have not been doing how much I normally would do. And so I feel my body doesn't look like it's been working out as much as it normally would. And so that's actually been quite difficult for me. Um, probably to feel like I haven't been looking after my body the way I'd want to and that's been a limited thing I've gotten control of and so having to just learn to accept that this is where we're at in life and that's okay sometimes you know things aren't the way you want them to be and that doesn't mean that you shame yourself um, particularly having had two little babies um, yeah your body changes I think that's been a big lesson to learn to start to value my body as God's created it like it grew to humans that's incredible it also looks like it's grown to humans and that's okay so yeah, there's been a whole journey there. And I think lockdown has maybe just slightly put that under a bit of a magnifying glass. And I've been challenged to to go back to what we were talking about, like God's made me good. And so that's all great. Yeah, exactly. That so is. And this week we are, I am what I wear is the title of this. And last week we were talking about our bodies and our body image. And this week we were talking about what's on top of those, what clothes we wear and the fashion that we have. I want to start this off by saying that this is a podcast. Bridget and I can see each other via the wonders of Zoom and online virtual meetings. But Bridget, I'm interested. What are you wearing today? Tell me a story about that. Well, so I actually, I'm wearing my favorite jeans. They're black. They're like high-waisted ones. Um, and they've got holes in the knees. I think personally they're great. Um, they're actually really old. They're from Topshop. Other retailers are available and um, they're the perfect combination of like a good thick jean but they're also a bit stretchy mm. and they're skinny jeans so I really like them and then I'm wearing a big grey baggy top that came from South Africa and I bought it three or four years ago and my jeans actually they're my oldest standing pair of jeans I bought them like a long time ago um maybe five years ago or so and I'm wearing some chunky beads I think they're from Accessorize I can't remember when I bought them. Actually, I can. I was wearing them on my honeymoon. That's what happened. I got married eight years ago. Oh, cool. That's an insight into what I'm wearing. What about you? I am wearing, so I'm barefoot at the minute. I'm at home, don't have any socks on. But I am wearing uh, a pair of sort of baggy, light blue mum style jeans. 
and they are from a thrift store in America which is hilarious um so I got these when I was visiting my friend in December we went to this thrift store and over there they have thrift stores basically a charity shop and they actually have really good deals so these were five dollars which is like four pounds and for a pair of really comfy jeans that's good and I'm wearing a stripy top also from a charity shop here in the UK um a lot of my clothing and fashion has definitely become more secondhand in the last few years uh, but yeah so that's what I'm wearing very simple outfit pretty day. love it and let's be honest like what we wear says something about who we are isn't it it says something about what we value it says something about what's important to us and fashion is part of our lives it's a huge thing it's a huge industry you know we do live in a culture where looking good is really important and it's valuable and you know we're not saying that's not important like we all like looking good okay and so it's totally fine to give attention to that. It's fine to, to think about that. But there is a question that I'm sure we've all heard of, but we don't always want to talk about, which is what is the cost of our fashion? I know this is something, Laura, that you're really passionate about. And we're going to hear from you um, in a minute on this, that actually, you know, we often don't want to know what our good life, um, what the cost of that is, do we? We don't want to know um, maybe what's behind that. Because when we do know, it's hard to turn our heads. So this episode is a super positive one before you guys, you know, switch off. But actually, it's really important that we actually have a conversation about this, particularly as women, but also particularly as learning to value ourselves as God does. This is, this is integral to that. So I'm going to hand over to you to talk to us a little bit about, um, yeah, the impact of fashion and what you've got to say about that. Absolutely. Thank you. And I think the impact on fashion is something we're becoming more and more aware of. We see now the words sustainability or ethical fashion and we need to kind of open up this topic and the impact of fashion has two major impacts I feel one is on the physical planet it's on the world it's the pressure that we're putting on our world to provide us with clothes you know to extract materials that we can create clothing with whether that is extracting oil to make plastic to make polyester to make this t-shirt or whether that is to extract cotton, which is a really water-intensive crop, to spin into a thread to make my jeans. And so there's the impact that we have on the planet, and that is becoming more and more increasing. You know, we have TV programs and documentaries uh, that shows that. But then there's also another cost to fashion, and that is the cost on people. And I'm not talking about the cost to us, the cost for us to buy something. I'm talking about the cost to people who are making our clothes and the people across the world who are impacted by the industry of fast fashion. We've seen during lockdown appalling things like big brands not paying workers for orders that they made before lockdown. We have seen recently um, in the past 10 years factories across the world collapsing because of the working conditions. And we're not trying to make this a heavy topic, but it's important that we hear about the impact that fashion and clothes have. And I think it's important that we take that on because for me, fashion was a point of no return. Once I'd learned these things, I had to make a change. Mm. And it's important, like what we've touched on already, fashion is a great thing. Fashion is expression. It's a way that we can express ourselves. You know, last week we were speaking about or not last week, but a few weeks ago, we were speaking about labels. And, you know, labels are also the labels that we wear, and it's the clothes that we have, and it's the way that we dress. And for loads of people, it's fun to get dressed up and to to have a style. But my question is, 
does your expression cause somebody oppression? Because actually, the way that we dress, the things that we wear, they say things about us. And just like the labels that we might have for ourselves, good or bad, the labels of our clothes also have these impacts. And I want to focus on a passage that, that has, you know, really had and um, played a part in my understanding of fast fashion and where that comes into the Bible, because the Bible doesn't talk about fast fashion. It doesn't talk about high street brands, but it does talk about the way that we're supposed to live our lives. And in the book of Proverbs in chapter 31, verse 25 says simply, she is clothed with strength and dignity. And that is one line of a very large book and there's so much to unpack, but being cl- there's a version of the Bible that talks about this passage and it uses the words dignity and respect. And I wonder when I look at what I wear, am I clothing myself the way I look in dignity and respect, but am I also clothing the people that made my clothes? Am, am I giving respect back to the people that made my clothes across the world? Am I giving respect to the people that sell my clothes here in the UK? There's so much to think about the dignity and respect through what we wear. And when we start to see that, when we start to see that the way that we dress ourselves, you know, we should, we should dress for ourselves. We should express ourselves in fashion, but we should also dress ourselves for God. You know, we should dress um, in a way that honours him and honours the creation of the body. You know, we were just speaking about that last week. But I also think that part of that is dressing ourselves for the people that God created across the world. Hmm. And also thinking about the creation that God gave us, you know, the world and is our consumerism so the things that we buy is that having a negative impact on this beautiful thing that god has made us it's our responsibility in genesis one of the first instructions that god gives us is to steward the world is to be stewards of this earth look after it and when we honestly take a look at the fashion industry its impact on the world and its impact on people can we honestly say to ourselves we are being stewards we're loving our neighbour, or we're clothing anyone in dignity and respect. I really love that, Laura. And I think some of those those words that you shared have really challenged me because I would hope that on most days I would want to speak kindly to somebody. I would hopefully be respectful um, as much as I'm able to. Um, and we're not perfect, right? But actually, you know, I do care about people, so I would never want to disrespect somebody really on purpose. Um, but sometimes my actions have an impact on people I can't see. And sometimes I think, well, because I can't see them, it doesn't matter. Or I can't do anything about it. You know, I think that's part of the challenge of some of the stuff we're talking about today that, you know, some of us know this stuff and actually we probably know more about it than we realize, but we don't want to give it attention because the problem seems too big. You know, there's these people that we know that work in certain shops or factories across the world. They work in conditions that you've already mentioned that aren't okay, that none of us would want to work in, let's be honest. But because we're not there, because we can't see it, we kind of somehow think that's a problem that we can't impact. Mm -hmm. It's a problem that we can't solve. And actually, do you know what? That responsibility doesn't lie on me. It relies on the people who run those factories. And I'm just a byproduct of that. You know, we often talk about putting others, you know, others first, you know, love your neighbor. And I think we're thinking about how we love ourselves as well. But how can I love myself if I then don't love my neighbor? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we think, well, the neighbors, neighbors we think of are the people we know, the people we can see. 
But actually, as created in God's image, everybody is valuable, no matter their background, no matter who they are and where they come from. And so somehow the workers in a factory who are being mistreated potentially are my responsibility if I then am buying products. And so I wondered, Laura, if you could unpack some of the stuff about, you know, maybe for girls who are listening, who you've maybe never thought about this or felt, you know what, this is too big a problem. I don't know where to start. Or because this is happening in other parts of the world, do you know what? My response doesn't make a difference. I just wondered if there were some things that you could give us as kind of um, some things to get our hands on or ways that we could maybe start changing how we behave with this stuff or changing how we think and how we treat other people with it as well. Absolutely. I've brought along my top five tips for the way that we can make a difference by stopping consuming and stopping adding to this because while we educate ourselves and while we learn more there's so much we can practically do and so here's my top five tips for things that we can do um, to break up with fast fashion number one we can do an audit we're in lockdown we're in our homes have an audit of your wardrobe bring out all of your clothes have a look at what you've got I bet you've got stuff in there that you've completely forgotten about find things that you used to wear and used to love and give it a refresh And actually by going through this, you'll find stuff and realise you don't always need new clothes, but actually we have so much already. And leading on from that, my second top tip is actually to create yourself your own summer and winter wardrobes. This is a tip my mum gave me since, yeah, ever since I've grown up. And she used to physically find a box and put away all of her summer clothes at the end of summer and bring out her winter wardrobe. What this means is every summer and every winter, she feels like she's getting a new wardrobe. She's not wearing out all of her clothes throughout the year, but she's actually finding new things. And this is a great way to avoid having to buy new stuff before a holiday or when we finally get into the winter months. The third tip is upskill yourself. While we're in lockdown, we have this opportunity. We were speaking about this a few weeks ago to try something new, maybe learn a skill. I have been personally trying to upskill myself in sewing so that when my jeans break or a top needs a new strap, I can do it myself. I don't need to throw that item in the bin. I have an amazing friend on Instagram called Serena Sews and she has this fantastic ability to take something, maybe like a big ugly shirt from a charity shop and transform it into a beautiful item. And I want to get to that level. I want to get to that level of creativity and upskilling. I love that. Number, yeah, number four is... Think about where we get our clothes. Right now, lockdown is slowly easing and shops are beginning to open. But actually, where can we shop that isn't the high street or isn't fast fashion? Well, we can go secondhand, charity shops, thrift stores. We can even go online and do things like Depop. We can find ways of getting clothes that aren't new and aren't adding to this pressure of consumerism across the world. We can also check apps like Good On You to see what the sustainability rating is of the shops that we do buy from. But finally, my final tip, and this is an idea for the future, is actually why not host a swap shop? And that is swapping your clothes with friends, families, or other people in your communities. A great way to um, exchange items. Maybe you have a fancy dress that you wore to your prom or something that you took to a wedding that you might not wear again, but you know could have a better life with someone else. It's a great way to refresh your own wardrobe with the best clothes from your friends and families. Maybe this is something you can do at school, with your church, with your youth group, um, or somewhere bigger. Those are my top five tips of ways to break up with fast fashion and all ways that really do make a difference because you're you're actively 
avoiding this um, subject and you're helping change the culture around fashion. Thanks so much, Laura, because I think for me, I've often felt like, oh, this is too big a thing or I don't even know where to start. And you know what? Those five things is a place that can start. And actually, if we all do our bit, that has a big difference. So that's our challenge this week as we close out this episode. Choose one or more or all five of our practical suggestions from Laura. Um, and particularly, you have something about something called ThreadUp. Can you quickly tell us about that? Yeah, so ThreadUp is a great website where you can basically calculate your footprint for fashion. So we've all heard about a carbon footprint, but this is one purely based on fashion. It asks you about how you take care of your clothes, from washing them to what happens at the end of their lives, and also where you get them from. So I'd recommend you check out ThreadUp, that website, calculate your fashion footprint, and then maybe try it again in six months or a year and see how you're getting on. Oh, thank you so much for that. Okay, so last but not least, pick one of those five top tips or maybe more than one. Um, and we really challenge you to go on to thread up and maybe see what, see where you're at and then go in six months later. Laura, thank you so much for just some of the stuff that you've shared today that's really challenged me and inspired me also to think that I can make a difference with the things I put on my body. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. It's been great. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Diamond Girlcast. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, why not visit our website www.diamondscotland.org.uk for more information or connect with us further over on our social media platforms. We would love to hear from you.